0: Here we go. Good morning. Right now its 9:01 on a Friday, and we have a special treat as we have hippie fertilizer in studio, and we're going to be learning about everything that it takes to have an organic lawn. What does that mean, to have an organic lawn that is free from chemicals and pesticides? What does that do to the earth? What does that do to our bodies and our, our kids and our families' lives? What's up, AJ? How's it going? What's going on, Guardy? It's freaking going great. Yeah, you've had an interesting start to the morning so far, but I feel like it worked out. It did. What happened? It did. Okay.
1: Driving <laughs> down 45. Oh, I'm embarrassed to say, but you know. Uh, it happens. Construction's going on. The The speed zones are changing. Feels like every five seconds. Yes. I got pulled over. It's was going 70 and what usually is a 65. Yes. Right when I noticed the officer, I also noticed the sign. Yeah. That says 55. <laughs> Fortunately, he was like, hey, dude, uh, I get it. The the speed just changed here, so pay attention and have a good day.
0: So it was a warning. Yes, sir. You know, on a Friday, I feel like they were like, I'm not about to ruin this dude's Friday, mm-hmm. the work day, then the weekend. And they can tell, obviously, um, you know, you got your hippie fertilizer truck. Yeah. That you're just, hey, I'm just yeah. trying to do some work and, and make the world a better place. Right. And they yeah. probably realized that. Hopefully they look you up. I hope so. Yeah. I even told him I was going to be on here. Like, oh, yeah? Hey, yeah.
1: I was like, check it out. He said, he's, he's like, yeah, I think my wife listens to
0: that. Of course she does. Thank so. you for listening. <laughs> yeah. And uh, thank you to your husband. for. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> All right. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. We're hanging out. We got AJ with Hippie Fertilizer here in studio. And we're going to be having some fun. So if you're watching on Facebook, thank you for taking the time. If you're listening on 99.5 FM, good morning to you. If you're going back and- listening to this on Spotify or on Apple podcast thank you maybe call a friend text a friend tell them to check this out we're gonna be learning about everything hippie fertilized uh, hippie fertilizing has going on so if you want to check out the website it is hippiefertilizing.com. fertilizing um, yes. we got we got my man AJ and you've been in you know several times before and we always have a lot of fun I feel
1: uh yes and it's I always appreciate it it's always a great start to the day yeah
0: you know you're very passionate about what you do. Oh yeah. Is that sa- that's safe to say? That's absolutely correct. Yes. So let's get get some background. I know we touched on this before, but if, if people are, are tuning in for the first time, let them know what, what it is that you do and how you kind of got started on this path. So I own hippie fertilizing. Yes, we fertilize
1: lawns, we do lawn top dressing, but really I look at it as like soil regeneration, mm-hmm. right, or, or micro ecosystem regeneration. Each of our lawns is its own little ecosystem. Yeah. Uh, and we just, we try to make an impact on each and every home or with the customers, followers. We want to educate and build awareness as much as we can on how to improve the health of our own backyard. Whether yeah. that backyard be literally our backyard or our parks, our creeks, our waterways. Lots of our neighborhoods have uh, those Beautiful ponds or lakes in them, right? Mm-hmm. And whether we realize it or not, we we contribute a lot to what's called non-source point pollution by just simply by what we put on our own lawns. Really? And yeah,
0: yeah. I, you know, there's some interesting statistics that you had kind of roughly put out last year. You know, with the work that y'all did, can you can you share what you you told me earlier?
1: So just by a rough estimate, and and honestly, I think I'm lowballing it. Uh, By the amount of customers we served, just based on a quarterly usage of chemical fertilizer, of the regular stuff, we prevented over 50,000 pounds of chemical fertilizers being put down. Yeah. That's not even to take into account herbicides, fungicides, insecticides, all that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, and the ones where you say like the normal stuff without trying to say anybody else's name, like in brand, that's the stuff if you go to... You know, your local grocery store or it, your local departments.
1: Your, your box, hard, big box hardware store. Y'all y'all already know what we're talking about. You've seen <laughs> the commercials, okay?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, the commercials make it look so good. You know, it, it looks easy. It looks fun. I'm like, I want to go buy one of those bags and right. sprinkle it on my yard, and then my grass will look like, I don't know, as green as it, a frog. No, <laughs>
1: it, it'll be perfect. Yeah. Right? But maybe it's time to change what we see as perfect.
0: right. You know yeah I like the way you describe it as a like a micro micro ecosystem is that's, that what you said it that's was That's right it is so whenever I guess you, you have to change your your thinking and your thought process and see it as it's bigger than just your yard it's a part of of the earth and it's an ecosystem because there's other stuff that's there it's not just I'm not the only one living there there's actually stuff in the soil right oh absolutely like every single foot step that you
1: take in your lawn you are stepping on, like, whole m- tiny civilizations yeah, of microbes mm-hmm. that are so dense. Each little thing is, like, ten times bigger than Houston. Wow.
0: And on a, you know, microscopic scale. hmm Yeah, it's incredible. Sometimes there's the bugs, and I'm not really down with, like, the ants. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they live there. They're probably there
1: first. So check this out. They actually have a purpose, too. They What is it? Uh, ants even though we don't like them, aerate the soil. You ever notice in an ant pile, the grass is all greener and grows better around that ant pile? huh. Because there's, it's aerated the soil, so oxygen and water flow much deeper in that little area. Sometimes with my hippie juice, I'll literally just spray down in an ant pile yeah, in that spot rocks.
0: Yeah. Okay. So two <laughs> things we're gonna have to definitely let everybody know what in the world is hippie juice because there's probably people wondering hippie juice. <laughs> yeah, that sounds Not delicious. What you think. Sounds delicious. <laughs> and and the other thing, can <laughs> we? Can you tell me what is aerate? Because I hear you, you mentioned air and, and uh, you know getting into the that soil right there. So is it air, extra air getting in, or aerate? What no, is that? N-
1: so it is a common term that most people know is core aeration. That's a a mechanical device, or sometimes you can buy a manual device that you press in the ground, and it pulls out plugs. And the theory behind that is you pull out these plugs, creating gaps in your soil or in your dirt, as most people might say. Okay. uh, So that oxygen and water flow deeper. All of our microbes that we really want on the top layer to thrive are aerobic, meaning they need oxygen.
0: Okay. Okay. Is that why people have those things on their shoes? I've seen them like with spikes and just other stuff kind of poke holes in the, and I guess ants, obviously they do that because they dig all these tunnels. Right. They do it for you naturally. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and, and also they're kind of helping with the, create soil aggregates. Okay. Which with what we do in our hippie juice and our organic (laughs) fertilizers and all that, we support a process. It's a natural process called soil flocculation. That means soil particles are grouping together. So look at it like this. When you put down regular fertilizer you just have nasty hard clay soil, it's like a shower curtain, mm-hmm. right? Nothing's gonna go through that shower curtain and even if you poke a whole bunch of holes in the shower curtain, not as much is gonna go through it versus if you just take the shower curtain away. Yeah. Now let's imagine a cylinder of marbles, right? You poured water into a cylinder of marbles. It's gonna flow through way better than it is gonna flow through a shower curtain, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So soil flocculation creates a what I like to coin as a micro aeration, but it does it naturally. Wow! As oxygen and water, the deeper the penetration you get, the better off you, you're doing.
0: Yeah. Well, here's what here's the thing, and <clears throat> I'm I've been guilty of this as well. Whenever I go out into my yard. You know, I go outside of KTA Radio's doors. I look at the grass. I only see and think of what's on the top. Right. I, I'm looking at the grass. Is the grass green? Is there grass there? Is there a patch? And I guess I'm trying to change my way of thinking that what is underneath matters. But we're very visual people.
1: A- absolutely. Yeah. We are.
0: How do we change people's thought process? Is it an educational thing?
1: I, I believe it is. Yeah. And then also, like the old adage... The proof is in the pudding. Yeah. When I go and do what I do, many, many customers have said, Wow, we've tried to fix this for years. We did this, we did that, we followed this schedule. And I said, Has anything you ever done supported soil biology? Mm -hmm. Are you down with SSB? (laughs) Yes,
0: (sighs) you know me. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. Okay, so we were talking about hippie juice earlier. What is hippie juice? So hippie juice is a
1: soil stimulant mixture that was actually a, just a very simple formula given to me by a master certified arborist a few years ago. And it's humic acid, molasses. Sometimes I throw seaweed in there. Uh, we put different biological inoculants in there sometimes. There's different things that I'll put in my hippie juice that you know, you're not going to find at... Any regular store, mm-hmm. guaranteed hands down.
0: Yeah. So Hi- hippie juice. Sorry I- about that. I've seen you actually do some really cool videos with hippie juice, and it seems like it's pretty safe. Like oh, what kind I of stuff can it. you do? Yeah, you've, you've you've drank it before. Yeah. How does it taste? Tastes fine. I wonder if it is it actually good for you. Like you know, if you think about it, if yes. it's good for the earth, it's probably good good for you. Absolutely. It could be. Yeah. It has minerals,
1: mm-hmm. right? Uh, vitamins. It's gonna have the humic acid. Now, I don't recommend this because I get agricultural grade, but you can get human grade humic acid. Hmm. And what it does is helps chelate nutrients so you have better absorption and also it helps take out toxins in your body. Yeah. Big time. I've even spread it in my face, in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I felt like my eyes felt better. Really? Refreshed. Yeah. Not kidding.
0: You know, you mentioned you got that that mixture from, you know, another gentleman. Um, what was his name?
1: His name is Eric Putnam. Uh, He used to be the owner of Arbor Tech Consulting out of Baycliffe, and he's he's been a master certified arborist for many years. I know he's been an arborist for over 20 years. Yeah. And now uh, Arbor True took over that business, but uh, that's also still owned by a team of arborists, one of them being another master certified arborist. Mm Mm-hmm. And...
0: Why do you think he was so open to sharing that that mixture and that and that recipe, it seems like in in any business, it's like, hey, if I have an edge and you don't know about it, you know that benefits me.
1: Well, I met him back when I had a tree business. Some of y'all may have heard of AJ's Tree Care. Mm-hmm. That was also bought out in Arbor Harbor True, so it's run by a great business. But uh, when I had that business is when I met him. And I s- asked him some questions. It's like, hey, this is what I'm learning about organics. And I'll use Microlife. He's like, hey, AJ. That's great. He kind of brushed me off the first time. You know? <laughs> yeah. I kept bugging him, though. Like, hey, uh, you know, I think you're real smart. I have questions. I need answers. And finally, he said, all right, you, you know, you seem like you're pretty serious about what you're doing. i gave give you some answers. And he's like, quit using Microlife, AJ. Not that it's bad. It's a great product. He's like... You, used to, you, you still use it, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And the difference is, though, his main focus was trees. Mine is lawns. So... Our goals were very different, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's expected for a tree to take much longer to bounce back from something than a lawn. Okay, you know, we want results quick with our lawn. With the tree, we kind of understand. Oh, it's a big tree. It's a it's a slower process. When really, sometimes it's not. It actually can happen pretty fast as well. Cool. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, he's like AJ. Look, man, I like what you're doing. I like what you're all about. Let me help you out try these things and and he don't even use seaweed or anything else like i use because again i'm doing it for grass i tweak it to where i'm trying to i'm not trying to have the grass mixed down yeah and he said go use humic acid molasses first few times i did it i was like eric dude you're lying does this make sense yeah no no like i wasn't using enough Ah, because i didn't buy it in, in the way i buy it now I was buying it in gallons in liquid form, which was really expensive. Uh-huh. And he's like, no, just just dump it all in there and try it.
0: So if you're not buying it in gallons, how, mu- how are you buying it?
1: In powder. Oh, okay, okay. So I can mix up stuff like 10 times stronger than what you're going to get in that gallon. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, people. The gallons are great, okay? And for what, you know, say a homeowner is doing... Your one gallon that you're gonna use on your lawn is fantastic. But for what I'm doing, I need to be able to make a Hulk mixture.
0: Yes. And and okay, the other thing that I notice is you straight up tell every ingredient that you put in your in your hippie juice. Why are you so open to share that? Because you could keep it, hey, it's a top secret. Call me. I got I got the magic. You know, right here. We can I got make the it juice. happen. It's right here, the hippie juice. <laughs> yeah. Uh
1: because to be honest, the first part is Almost no one believes it. Like, I've been talking about this for the last few years. Oh, I spray molasses on grass. They're like, really? Molasses? (laughs) Really? And I even have a YouTube video with one of my customers. She's like, I did what AJ said. Sprayed molasses on my lawn once a week. My backyard is amazing.
0: Yes. That's (laughs) awesome. Hey, here's a question. This is from Iron Mike. Good morning, Iron Mike, thanks for asking. He said, hey, I'm a huge yard guy. My grass and landscaping are my escape. With spring coming, when is the best time to have you come out, and how often? Do you have any result photos as well?
1: Oh, we got tons of result photos. You can look on our website. You can scroll through our Facebook page if you look up Hippie Fertilizing. uh, Because we focus on feeding the soil first, you can always feed the soil in this part of Texas. Our our soil doesn't go dormant like the grass
0: does. Yeah, the grass definitely does. I feel like it's a little dormant right now, but it, it may be changing soon. I don't know. Oh, it's
1: going to be changing yeah. soon.
0: So in other places, the soil actually goes dormant as well as well, the grass? Wherever
1: it snows and you have a mm-hmm. snow for a period of time, the top layer of your soil is going to go much more dormant. Um, the tundra definitely has a dormancy or they just have different microbes like yeah as far as i understand for every five degrees change different microbes kind of wake up and go to sleep okay <laughs> and cool. so yeah here you know we get a couple 30 degree days it's not enough for your soil to really
0: yeah so so even like now what you what you were saying is with the the, our soil is different here due to the weather that you could even come if the grass is dormant you can still come out and treat that the biology of the soil we feed it you feed it yes okay and then so how often like what do you i mean Uh, even like as soon as possible so oh
1: absolutely yeah if it's something you haven't done jump on it uh whether you choose our services or you just go to the grocery store the wholesome brand organic molasses that's what I recommend. Or you can go look it up on Amazon and get the Plant and Soil Energy, which is Microlife's version of My Hippie Juice. Really? Yeah, you can even look up videos with me and a gentleman named Greg from Microlife. They, they made Plant and Soil Energy because I was like, look, bottle this stuff. Really? Put it in a bottle, and they did. Uh, I can't do it because you have to have, I guess, stabilizers with the molasses and humic acid If you were to just put that together in a jar, it'll like ferment and blow up, so you have a hot mess.
0: Yeah, see, that's what I was talking about earlier. Like, you know, you being so open to share that, but the only thing that I can figure is that you just are passionate. Hey, and if it makes the world a better place and more people are able to organically take care of their lawn, that's that's the final goal,
1: right? Yeah, like other uh, competitive companies, you could say I'm not happy with the way they do things at all. But I tell you, if they changed like today started doing exactly what I'm doing, you're right, I'd be happy about it because our w- world <laughs> would be so much healthier. Yeah. Literally healthier because just like we, I've said before, you know, you can take the guy who's like ripped, right? Look in bulk and like, so you may think, man, he's healthy. You don't know, maybe he's doing stuff to look that way. He could have heart problems, like looks on the surface, are not everything you can have a lawn that doesn't look perfect but it could be perfectly healthy yeah there's a big
0: difference will it eventually catch up Uh, i mean
1: well so that depends on what you mean yeah like my version of perfectly healthy includes things that are unpopular like dandelion clover because they they clover adds nitrogen to the soil it's a legume, it fixes atmospheric nitrogen, it feeds your soil, it's free fertilizer. Dandelions are like free mineralizers. They mine up soils, or minerals out of the soil. They're like little tiny oil rigs. Mm-hmm. And and all those root systems naturally also help aerate your soil because they're forcing it to separate and they're feeding these microbes and, and helping with these soil glues like glomalins and auxins and gibberellins and <laughs> All these cool words that are kind of hard to say sometimes. Yeah.
0: You know, I know one thing you've said in the past is, and if it does bug you, then just cut it. You know, you you keep your grass, you know, maintained. If you have a good, healthy, thick grass and you cut it, hey, that clover, it's, it's literally gone. Or you could just straight up pull it out.
1: Well, and some of the things that thrive in the winter like they are now, yeah, they ain't going to be able to handle the heat. Mm-hmm. So they're going to die off when it gets hot, hotter. Grow your grass at four inches, or if you're using a and mower and you're doing it yourself safest bet is highest setting right and you'd be amazed with how much grass thickens up looks beautiful it's softer yeah and you don't have to irrigate as much most of my customers say they turn off the
0: irrigation completely really hmm and that's just from keeping the, the higher setting and, and letting your grass actually grow giving it a chance the
1: higher setting letting it grow and supporting soil biology
0: okay so there was a question that I thought of earlier Whenever you were talking about the hippie juice and, you know, with it being for for trees Mm -hmm. originally, whenever you apply it to a tree, um, is that something you spray it like you just hit the whole tree and the soil around it? I mean, those roots go crazy. Yeah,
1: Yeah, spray the whole tree because on on the whole tree, the bark, everything is bacteria. Mm -hmm. And the more good bacteria we have all over everything, just like our own bodies, the better it can protect itself. Yeah. And the better... Uh, you have what's called, what, non-symbiotic nitrogen-fixing bacteria, and this this is like new, very new information in the, the I guess, agricultural world, mm-hmm. um, that throughout the whole plant, these bacteria can help supply nitrogen. Not to the level that it does in the soil, but it does all over the plant, and... <laughs> Uh, There's a lady that I like to watch on YouTube named Dr. Elaine Ingham. She's kind of considered, like, the mother of soil science in the United States. Cool. And that's something she said. She's like, you want every little square centimeter covered with good biology. Because where it's not covered with good biology, it's susceptible to, like, the bad kind of fungus or bacteria or scale or what have you. Yeah. And so don't freak out when you hear those words, though, okay? Like bacteria and fungus? There's actually 10 times more good stuff than there is bad stuff. Yeah. So there's fungus everywhere. And when you put fungus, like a fungicide down, you're killing all of it. Yeah. Don't kill all of it. Uh
0: Uh-huh. So back in, like, high school or, you know, even junior high, did you want to, like, be a biochemist, like, study biology? Did you ever, you know, realize, hey, I... I'm going to pretty much say words that Guardy will never understand. You know, on the air, and I'll be like writing down, taking notes, i have to go back and, and, and do some research. No,
1: yeah. uh, n- n- not in that aspect, but what I did want to do was become like an environmental engineer. Uh, I've always had this big vision of somehow like re, uh, using natural features to clean up water and literally make Clear Creek clear. I know y'all think I'm crazy. That's OK. I'm going to still move forward with my mission.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, what you're doing now is is moving towards that and you do other stuff. And we're going to touch on that later, you know, to you know, to reach that goal right now, even yeah, even still. Absolutely. So, hey, we're going to take a quick break on the FM because we had a question and it's something that we can talk about on on Facebook and you can listen to on the, the podcast and everything else. But let me see. This is KGA Radio. Ninety nine point five FM. <sighs> All right, Facebook. Hey, so we had a question about cost, and we're not really allowed to talk about that on the FM mm-hmm. side. So is there like an average cost? Is it like a plan that you can get or get on a schedule? How does that usually work? Uh, so there are some basic costs, like a single hippie
1: juice application, 99 bucks. We have our lawn restoration packages. One cubic yard is $289. 2 cubic yards is 449
0: Is that like if you have a bad spot, like
1: it's... It, it more has to do with uh, the size of your yard footage. Okay. Right. Um, Like the one cubic yard will generally take care of anything from 1,500 to 3,000 square feet. The two cubic yards will take care of like 3,000 to 6,000 square feet. Also, it does depend on how bad it is because if it's like super bad, or super all over the place and bumpiness in your lawn, it'll take up more soil. Okay. Right. So like depth of how much we put it down varies tremendously If you have a big giant yard and you just want the very lightest top dressing a little bit will go a long way you could have a really small yard but need it to be put on really thick so those will kind of work out the same depending on the situation
0: yeah on your website is all that stuff kind of kind of listed on there or do they need to give you yeah a call or uh, can they do that and together? a lot of times uh, calls are great Uh, but
1: we do have a page called services on demand Mm -hmm. that you can just go and order our services and we typically, weather pending, rain really does slow us down Mm because we ain't spreading mud. Yeah. Uh, Typically get it done within five to seven business days. Okay. So a lot of those prices are on there. We also have monthly fertilizing that starts out as a base price at $39 a month.
0: Okay, that's good. Yeah, 39 bucks a month.
1: And, And here's the kicker, okay at least how I like to compare myself to my competition, is uh, you will never hear us say that you need a shrub and tree treatment because we feed the soil. Yeah. Soil feeds everything, Yeah. bottom line. <laughs> the only thing is if you have small trees or something in newer neighborhoods, we do offer a service where we take away all the old mulch and stuff and compost it and really drench it down.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to say, well, that 39 <clears throat> a month, that's – Like competitive and beating the price quotes that I've gotten in the past from places like, hey, can you come out and treat it? And they want you to sign, you know, like... And we don't
1: do contracts either. Yeah. Uh, Like, unless you purchase our year service, which we have limited slots available for that, for our monthly stuff, we don't do contracts, because my goal is that you really, you know, enjoy our service and what it does for your lawn and for your home so much that... You know, we don't need to lock in. Yeah. We don't want to. We just want you to appreciate what we do, and if we're not doing good enough, we definitely want to do better, but we're never going to promote weed killing, okay? <laughs> yeah. I don't put down herbicides, pre-emergence, none of that. Yes, our goal, like you mentioned earlier, we want the lawn strong enough to choke out the other weeds. hmm But, hey, if you have some clover and dandelion and you're cool with that, I'm
0: definitely cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, so uh, right now it's 927. I think we're going to kick it back on the FM. we got about 30 seconds. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to ask. If you're watching on social media, share this out. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, thank you. Send me a text, 346-704-1806. Even if you're listening to this later, let me know where you're watching from. What do you put on your yard? Do you have a yard? Maybe you live somewhere where they maintain it.
1: We even have a whole video on YouTube. of uh, That's like a whole... Ex- breakdown of our lawn restoration package Mm -hmm. and i'll take you through all the parts what's your youtube channel
0: uh hippie fertilizing just search hippie fertilizing it comes up yep sometimes i want to talk you like i want to whenever i'm introducing you i want to say hippie fertilizer and i know i've said that before i'm just like hippie fertilizing i wrote it down so i keep clicking everybody does yeah i got over it it's It's all good huh it is you still do some uh, like uh, tree trimming and tree care not not much not as much no yeah
1: try and stay away from that these
0: days i got you all right here we go back on the fm good morning this is khea radio 99.5 fm it's nine twenty-eight on a friday we got aj with hippie fertilizing here in studio and um we were just talking you know right before we came back on about some of the pricing and some other stuff you know how can somebody find out that information where would they go on the internet uh go to hippiefertilizing.com and check out our services
1: on demand.
0: All right, page. so it's easy, hippyfertilizing.com. You can learn all that information. There's some contact and uh, I'm sure you can message and also you have a YouTube channel, right? Yes, What's, a, what's on What kind of content's on there and how would they find that?
1: Uh, we, we have different information about lawn care, a little bit about tree care. Uh, I posted the, a speech that I gave on environmental degradation the
0: other day yeah, let's talk about that because you're a part of the Clear Creek Environmental Foundation, and we chatted about this off air, you know, a couple months ago. Yes. and you were, you know, you're very passionate. You mentioned about being in, in high school and you wanted to be. Did you say an environmental scientist or engineer? Environmental engineer. Yes. And what was what was the goal?
1: Uh, so part of my big dream and vision that I've I've always had since a younger teenager was a clear creek. Yeah. I know. It's, it sounds in crazy, it's in the name. It's in the name. Sounds crazy. Y'all say I'm nuts. I'm just nuts enough to think it's possible.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it can it can happen. I mean, how do you make that happen? Um, what's what's the goal? I, I know that's like the big question, but is it possible? I really believe it is. But there's a lot of
1: factors that are involved, like we would have to find ways to really clean up the channel that goes out into keema and clear lake and into the bay because a lot of that water comes back in and yes we do have a muddy bottom on clear creek so in essence you could argue that it's never going to be perfectly clear but it doesn't necessarily have to be nearly as green as it is mm-hmm. okay because there's tons of, tons of algae and and there's even signs posted around clear creek saying don't eat the fish Right. It's not a good sign that you no, went up there. I want no. to eat the fish. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and we can clean that up. It's A lot of people will say, well, you know, it's because of the water treatment plants. Okay. Some of that's true. Right. That we need to find a way to to, to better mitigate that. But also, we as homeowners attribute to that way more than we realize. Hmm. You know, how many parts per million does it take to to contaminate water One. One. One part per million wow and so think about you know and what i hear in my business well i just wanted to fertilize right before it rained no yeah. i
0: have to say even on the packages of that stuff that i don't like it says do not do that because the runoff right and, and it just goes into our our drainage system if you live on a in a neighborhood they got a you know, yeah. a retention pond, and it just go and it flows and goes in there.
1: Right, and it attributes to one of these big fancy words, eutrophication. Some of you people who who like fishing and stuff, uh, a lot of people have heard of uh, algae blooms. So it attributes to that. Some may have heard of red tide. Some of these things can occur naturally, mm-hmm. but mostly w- we're rapidly speeding up the process of eutrophication and. I've looked up some statistics in other areas, and some of it's based on lakes, and some of it's coastal stuff, but it costs millions and millions in water treatment, and it costs billions economically because of how it affects fishing or uh, recreational activities, tourism. There are so many ways that eutrophication impacts us.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah. You know, you, you mentioned on your YouTube channel that there is a video of you giving giving a speech, and I'm trying to remember. You said it was on...
1: Environmental degradation.
0: Degradation. I was like, Egradation? degradation, Degradation? <laughs> degradation. What is that? No. no. Environmental Ad-de-gra-
1: degradation.
0: Degradation. Yeah. Degradation. 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 Yeah. What, what is that?
1: So it's essentially just stripping the environment of, resources or depleting them uh, kind of one little tiny minute form of you could say environmental degradation is taking down a tree it, it provides shade it provides microbes to the biology under it uh, via exudates it provides homes for a bunch of little critters mm-hmm. of many 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 kinds whether it be birds bugs uh, all sorts of stuff so when you rip that little tree out of a given area, you, you degraded that part of the environment. Now I know some of y'all could argue, hey, what about these invasive species? Sure, we need to get rid of that stuff, like tallow, tallow wood trees and stuff. They kind of cause their own form of environmental degradation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it can be even you know, forms of agriculture degrade the environment because they're constantly plowing the soil and putting chemicals back on it and ruining that soil and then the, that sedimentation goes off when it rains real hard, uh, creating non point source solution or pollution to other places. It can be slash and burn of rainforest. There's there's quite a few forms of environmental degradation. And funny enough, if you Google that, one of the ones that pops up is using
0: chemical fertilizers yeah so I, I think that people look at look at that or hear that and they say well i'm not burning you know the rainforest i'm not pulling out and clearing and you know acres of land I'm, I'm going to the big box store and i'm buying fertilizer it's okay you know like it's okay but there's millions <laughs> right of people doing that which may i mean i don't, I don't know but it seems like it kind of makes it, the more people that do that, it makes it a little bit worse instead of just me, you know, one person. So something I,
1: you know, I say sometimes on my own page or out and about, like, how many people does it take to make a difference? One, Mm -hmm. right? And you know what's the, the easiest, fastest way to make the biggest change? Is a bunch of people taking a little step. Yeah. A little step. We're not all having to go over to another country, and restore the forest, okay? You you don't have to go to other places. You can simply just change what you do at home to be making a difference and an impact on the greater whole.
0: Yeah. You know, whenever it comes to, like, organic and, you know, not with pesticides, are you that way with, like, other things in life as far as, like, maybe, like, food that you eat or, you know, when it comes to, like, medication... Or is it just mainly like with the lawn care stuff, or is it? Mixture? I don't take
1: medication. Um, I would definitely say I, I want to calm down and go to sleep. There's stuff called that's like calcium and magnesium. It helps with your nerves. So yes, I would definitely try stuff like that before, like typical over-the-counter any yeah. kind of medication. So you try and go the organic <laughs> route with that, right? Uh, now my diet it's not you know great <laughs> by any be means better, right? absolutely Everybody. Uh, I mean come on talk of taco I should be on there more <laughs> often I love taco trucks, but I do like to go to like uh natural living yeah. I know you were talking to Lisa the other day uh-huh. and, uh, and I love chatting up with her I love going there because they provide a really good option versus every just about everything else in yeah town. The,
0: the other thing that they that they do are cooking classes which I know like cooking it's hard sometimes to find time you know and mm-hmm. that's one thing she shared like hey we live in a fast a fast society so like fast food makes it easy or you know and um but they do like organic vegan you know cooking classes and they offer like a, a, all kinds of products in there and it's it's all delicious right. it's different oh i
1: would had their greens and beans just two days ago and it was fantastic hmm and uh oh if y'all ever are curious about that place go get the avocado BLT the bacon parts made with eggplant yeah first thing that I ever tried there and it blew my mind
0: yeah and she said I haven't had that one yet but she said they had you know some gluten-free bread and they Mm -hmm. toast it and the reason they toast it is it helps the the reason they add gluten she said to bread is it helps it as a binder so like you know pizza dough it's like really doughy and all this stuff so when you remove it it becomes harder to stay together but you know, little tricks like that that you can learn. You toast toast the gluten-free bread and it stays together, mm-hmm. you know, more likely, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Kind of blew my mind. I was like, I didn't even have to go to the cooking class. I already learned something right now. <laughs> I like toasted bread. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I go to Subway and I'm getting it toasted. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um Have you met Dr. Chopper yet? I haven't. We got to get you guys together. Really? Because I've uh, it's been more than once
1: that other people have even said, hey, yes, you need to talk to him.
0: Yeah, because... I feel like y'all could work together. So, like you were mentioning, oh, the magnesium and calcium. Like right now, I'm doing a detox and a cleanse with Doctor Choppas, 21 days. I think I, I'm done on Sunday, which is which is really cool. But it's gone by really quick. This is my third one, so I'm taking like magnesium lactate. I'm taking, and it looks like so much. But the thing is, there are it's food. It's all it's all food. You know the pills. It's not something that they make in a. In a lab, mm-hmm. you know, it is crops that they grow. You can look at the back and, and read every single one of these, like, herbs and vegetables that they grind up, all pesticide and, you know, chemical-free, and they're all, like, verified, and they have to be— you know how it is. It's hard to get— Oh, yeah, that stuff is very scrutinized, yeah. as it should be.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, when you're getting products like that, you really are getting some high-density fuel for the body. So that's some good soil it's grown in good soil absolutely <laughs> yes it has to be right absolutely oh
0: man right now it's nine thirty-nine. this is radio.com 99.5 fm it's kickstart i'm guardy hanging out with aj with hippie fertilizing you can check out the website hippiefertilizing.com so the clear creek environmental foundation you know what what is that how long has it been going on is there any cool events coming up uh there's there's a great event that's been
1: going on uh for three weekends now. We have two weekends left, tomorrow, Sunday, and then February the 8th is gonna be our final cleanup day. We meet at the boat ramp at Egret Bay, otherwise known as El Camino or 290. I know it gets confusing, I'm sorry y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Egret Bay boat ramp in Lake City is where we're at, it's where we meet. We ha- The foundation has its own boats, so we take people out on boats and go clean up all up and down the creek. So far, we've picked up over 20 tires this year. Wow. uh, We picked out a full picnic table. Yeah, this year. uh, We picked out a full picnic table. How does that stuff end up in there? People dump it? Man, it's hard to say. Like Two of the tires we got were like Nitto Grapplers, 20-inch wheels, with the wheels on them. These are kind of nice. Yeah. It's weird. I was like, man, if I had a matching set, I'd totally (laughs) just keep this in my garage because it was in good shape. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, we picked up a giant tractor tire. So I really can't say where this stuff comes from. Yeah. You know, my guess is that if you take a look around Clear Creek, it's a huge population around us. Very huge. I mean, Leak City alone is like almost 110,000 people.
0: Doing a new census this year. It'll be exciting to see. Yeah. Ooh. Mm -hmm.
1: And so
0: you think about how many
1: people, like, have to get off on the road and change a tire. And sometimes... Whether they discard it purposefully or you're in the rain, you forget it, who knows?
0: Don't fit in the car or something, I don't know.
1: Right, you're having a hard time putting it back and you get frustrated like, oh,
0: I can't deal with this, I gotta go. Yeah. Also, sometimes I've seen stuff fly out of the back of people's vehicles or it's all like strapped down or you're hauling stuff and it's just like, okay, there's furniture on the side of the road. I I gotta swerve, you know, like random stuff just, just happens. You know, it was an accident. You know what we find yeah. a lot of, too?
1: That wood.
0: A lot of wood? Lots of Like plywood. plywood and stuff? Uh,
1: two by fours, four by sixes, and I'm talking sometimes this stuff is brand new with tags on it.
0: And that must be what happened there, like an accident.
1: N- or, no, I think it happened from this stuff was placed close to the water during a flood event.
0: Ah, okay.
1: And so, you know, it's wood. It's going to float after enough water.
0: Boom, it gets swept away. Yeah. So y'all go out there. And y'all been doing that, and y'all are literally picking up all kinds of random, random stuff out of the out all of the kinds creek. of
1: trash. Little styrofoam cups, millions, uh, beer cans. You know, most popular is Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's all it's all out there. Like,
1: you never find craft beer cans out there. <laughs> At least n- it's rare. It's uh, interesting, <laughs> and yeah, tons of styrofoam, tons of beer cans, uh, it's a skull. It's m- Funny is I don't see tons of people well, dip, but you see yeah. tons of skull cans out there. Well, that
0: there must be people, I mean, you can make up scenarios and stories, but people just like hanging out, which I mean, they should be able to to hang out, but not not throw your, your trash or, or let it get, it you know, close to the water.
1: Right. And also this year we've, uh we, we got three catfish that were hanging on lines that were left in the water, like kind of wrapped up with those pool noodle things. Mm-hmm. So they could sit on top of the water. One was like twenty five pounds, hugest catfish wow. I've
0: seen in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that's crazy. What does that stuff do to the? I guess the the creek and all that stuff. Well, like the tires and the trash, like trash and even like stuff that really isn't trash but ended up there. What does that do? So, for one,
1: it really disturbs uh, the homes of the animals that live out there. You know, like, let me go take some of this stuff and just dump it in your living room and tell me how you feel about it. You're going to be like, dude, I hate you. This is not cool. Yeah. (laughs) And so, like, you know, I don't want our, our wildlife having an ugly living room because of our debris. Also, it creates snag. Something that people don't really ever consider is that it contributes to even worse flooding problems because it blocks the flow. And then the other thing that happens is we're picking out plastic bags and all these kinds of things that cover the soil. So it may not look like a whole lot because it's spread out, but if you were to combine it all together, you would have like a couple thousand square feet covered in plastic. So that also means you're not absorbing more water when it rains, also contributing to flooding. Mm-hmm. And microplastics, come on. We've, we've seen, heard a lot about animals eating plastic stuff and dying because of the plastic in their stomach that's contributing to that problem and it's really gross and yeah. it's preventable and then the newest trend out there is jewels right oh yeah little smoking things mm-hmm. they're the cigarette butt of the future yeah <laughs> there's tons of cigarette butts and now they're becoming lots of little jewel cartridges yeah or whatever brand
0: you use you know yeah, the E cigs, which Exactly. Yeah, they're finding out it's like, hey, these aren't really it's not really good and you breathe in chemicals. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. I guess we knew that with cigarettes, but it kinda snuck in like before yeah. we really knew. And then it was like legal and everybody's like, nah, you can't take that away. But you know, it's interesting to see how they are changing the laws now, you know, in certain places and raising ages and all this this stuff. Um Yeah. It's just interesting. I'd say we should just go back to
1: showing the pictures of lungs that kind of
0: does the trick yeah and if it doesn't it's like, oh, like that's right.
1: disgusting OCPD isn't cool emphysema get you down <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah so when y'all pull that stuff out of, of Clear Creek where does it go so right now while we do our our first weekends it all gets collected on barges that we have out there mm-hmm. uh, and then on the final weekend we bring those barges in they bring out big roll off dumpsters and a big large group of us take all that from the barge and put it in the dumpsters and it gets hauled to a landfill okay so yes i understand because it's something i heard before well why doesn't it get recycled and all these other things like that process would be much more extensive and a lot more expensive yes it would be something that would be amazing if we could take everything and recycle it but that's just honestly it's not that feasible yeah right now
0: recycling sometimes is tricky anyways because some things can be recycled you know, a lot of things can't. A lot of things can't. And even something that you think that can, can't. it can't. You know, <laughs> right. there's little numbers on stuff. I mean, there's, it's all kinds of uh, interesting things. And I was like, this is kind of confusing. Um, and I think that's, it's not like it's somebody's fault, but it's a matter of, of education, you know, like on just, I guess, me trying to learn, you know, well, like more really.
1: What I'm excited about is the fact that hemp is now legal in the United States. So what I see happening in the future is more biodegradable products. Because let's face it, for one, yes, stuff flies out of people's trucks. There's a lot of stuff that happens, and it's not intentional, right? But then people are going to be kind of dirty, and some of it is going to be intentional. Yeah. And no matter what, we need to work forwards towards things that can break down in like 90 days. cause. Who, who wants to drink a bottle of water that's been kept for six months? Most of the time I ask this question, people tell me, not me. That'd be gross. And they even tell you not to if it's been left out in the sun.
0: Yeah, they'll have expiration dates on it. It's like, this water was you know, from the Ozarks for millions of years, but it expires in six months. So, <laughs> right. yeah, you better drink it real quick or throw it away.
1: Or, or uh, packaging, tons of packaging from whether it's fast food or even... The stuff we buy at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, things like I think IKEA has went is moving to like compostable stuff. Igloo has is, is definitely the made coolers? a big yeah mm-hmm. made a big step on using compostable uh, coolers. Yeah, so it's moving in that direction. Because to say we're gonna all quit littering is I think it's, it's a really awesome fantasy, but it ain't never gonna happen.
0: Yeah, but maybe <clears> even like. Helping people be accountable, you know, like with, with your kids. Like, I've seen my son, like, I was like, What are you doing? I remember my parents would, like, yank the slack out of me to throw something on the floor. I was like, Put it in your pocket, give it to me. There's a trash can. Like, I can see one. Here's right. the other thing that I try and do. Like, if I'm at the gas station and there's, like, just trash on the floor, it takes nothing. Like, there's a bottle. And in my head, I'm like, Who did this? Who just like, couldn't wait, chug this and drop this? Like, uh-huh. just pick it up, just drop it in. Don't expect nothing. It's just like or being some a good cases, person. I'm thinking, like,
1: I know I've done that on accident at places, so I'd hope someone would just take care of it, and I'm going to take care of the next guy. It's kind of like paying it forward. Yeah. Right.
0: One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. We're talking to AJ with Hippie Fertilizing. You can check out the website hippiefertilizing.com right now. We're kind of touching on the Clear Creek Environmental Foundation. So the cleanup, the the cleanup's going right now, on right up. now. Yes. And this is the 22nd year that it's been taking place. Correct. How long have you been a part, and why did you decide to join? Did somebody recruit you, or you no. just felt like it was a good idea?
1: I, I I wanted to walk the walk that I talk, and I, this is my third year being a part of it. Uh, it's, it's always a great experience. I mean, get to meet new people, get to see old faces, mm-hmm. um, get to see the creek in a whole different light, because I don't have a boat yet. But get, you get a ride on one. Get to ride on one. That's nice, yeah. And sometimes we do get that perfect weather, so to be out there in the morning while we're going to a cleanup spot is just peaceful. That's cool. That is cool. Yeah, yeah. I just, I really wanted to do something that I could be a greater part of my community more than just fertilizing.
0: Yeah. Do y'all need and um are open to more members?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: What is yes. it? What does it take to join? Now that. I do apologize. I'm the
1: freshest blood in there. Yeah. Okay? So well, they have... need
0: they need more fresh blood then. They for sure. do. Yeah. They
1: do. Uh, and I just kind of kept pounding on the door, like, I'm here. Use me. You know, and finally, he was like, all right, we'll show up here at this time, and we'll consider it. Really? <laughs> yeah.
0: It's kind of like the Arbor situation we were talking about um, earlier. Uh-huh. Give me the give me the formula. I need the hippie juice. Right. Yeah. Has that been, like, a reoccurring theme in, in your life? Just where, I don't know, for whatever reason, it's just kind of like, I don't know, is this guy is this guy for real? And then you kind of show that, hey, no, I am the real deal, and I am here to make a difference. It is. Yeah. It is. And that's okay,
1: because, uh, you know, th- th- sometimes we talk about doors being closed and opened. Well, you know what? Sometimes you just got to pound them down. Kick it down. That's it. Make it happen. You know, and if you ain't strong enough, do some push-ups, run some laps, and come back at it.
0: Yeah. I remember last time you were here we were talking about working out have you still been able to work out because i well you have a jacket right now i was like dude you're looking kind of jacked right now what's been going on it's like all this this hippie juice that you've been like carrying around
1: you realize on some days i'm moving over twenty thousand pounds of soil yeah well it may be one shovel load at a time but it's a it's a workout or you know carrying bags of fertilizer ripping out tires out of the creek is a workout Especially
0: yeah. when they're nice and stuck in the mud. <laughs> Man. Yeah. So, yeah, you've definitely been uh been staying staying busy. And do you have any idea, like an estimate, how much? Because you said I think y'all saved, was it 50,000 pounds of, like, pesticides and all that stuff not being Chemical fertilizer. Chemical fertilizer. That's what I said.
1: Yeah, approximately we prevented 50,000 pounds of chemical fertilizers being used last year. So we tried to help, uh, you know. Take away from that eutrophication issue. Yes. Definitely.
0: What Do you have any goals for this year? Like what's your plan, even to move into like a new aspect of of, uh, of lawn care or? Oh, what? I'm
1: not moving into a new aspect. Actually, part of my goals this year is, is to, I've picked like five to thrive. I don't want to be good at everything. I want to be good at making your lawn awesome, organically, and that's it. That's it. That's why I'm not messing with trees, not trying to mow grass. We want to have the perfect hippie juice, and we want to have the perfect application so that you know you can get away from chemicals and actually spend less and get more results organically.
0: Organically. Yes. That's the goal. That's my goal. That's awesome. You know, um, and what are what are the areas? Because I remember you talking about, like, the areas that you service. I mean, are you still kind of... Um I guess, hyper-focused there, or is there any plan to, like, hey, I'm gonna spread out? So we're definitely spreading out from Lake City all the way to the other
1: side of Pearland. I do work. Uh, in fact, after I leave here, I'm going to Angleton to spray a lawn. I was out in a, a section called Summerwood a couple weeks ago doing a lawn top dressing. So, of course, the further out, the more I gotta charge, but... Yeah. But, uh, no, if... If you're willing to agree to pay for the service and for the extra trip fee, we will go there.
0: Okay, I'm going to have to put you on something real quick. So when you're going, I grew up in Angleton, well, until I was about 10 years old. And then when I was 10 years old, I moved to Lamarck, and my parents still live in Lamarck. But there is a a family friend, they just opened a taco place. And we were talking about, you know, talk of taco just for a second earlier. Uh It's called Lunacy Taco Shack. And they got these Bria tacos. And I don't know if you've seen any of the videos of those that are going around. You probably yeah. have. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. But what they do I is haven't. they take this they take this meat and they cook it in a certain way. And then they take the juice. But they take these these tacos and it has like this cheese and other stuff. And you dip it in the meat. Mm-hmm. And it, it comes out. And it's it's like legit. <laughs> so I'm going to have to write it down. Maybe even text you like All the right. link. But Message they're in Angleton. Me. I will. Yeah. I will. So uh, I'll
1: definitely check that out on my way home.
0: Yeah, and then make sure you post a picture in, in Talk of Taco Okay, if, you, if you're able to stop by and get that. we Will do, for sure. <laughs> All right. Hey, so we got like a couple minutes left. Is there anything else you would like to share, remind people, you know, what, what you do, what you offer, and how to get a hold of you?
1: So, I mean, number one, you should know. Nobody knows grass like a hippie, okay? It's a fact. <laughs> uh, and always ask yourself, like, is this supporting soil biology? what does that mean is it a food can you read what it is because a lot of times that will be a a big sign just like on you know our food that we feed ourselves if you can't really read it and understand what it is you might want to be careful and read the caution label too if it has a serious caution label that's a big red flag right Uh, so always support soil biology and to find out a little bit more about what that means you could look up my YouTube channel if you look up Hippie Fertilizing. Of course, you can follow me on Facebook, look up Hippie Fertilizing there. or are some great books to read. is Teeming with Microbes. Teeming with Microbes will lay it all down, and it's fairly uh, understandable. It's not nearly in-depth as other soil books that I've gotten tired of in five seconds.
0: Yeah. I was going to ask that. I was like, man, is it hard to pay to?" I mean, you have to be really passionate, I feel like, to be like, I'm reading this soil book, and it is awesome,
1: right? <laughs> some of it is really awesome, but then some things are like, oh, my
0: God, nails <laughs> on the chalkboard. <laughs> okay, whenever you first started learning about soil biology – like, did you, I mean, I assume you have to take a lot of notes, and then, like, I'd be using Google as my best friend and be like, what does that word mean? Like, me asking you questions, what is oh, degradation? Like, what what does that mean? You know, or, like, all the other, like, a microbe, what is that? Right. Yeah. Um. A lot of research. Oh, absolutely. To understand,
1: like, exudates. To me, it's a common thing, but I ask other people, hey, you know what exudates are? And they're like, what? I'm like not the exudate.
0: I was gonna say, is that whenever like you're on a day and you have to leave early, it's like I'm gonna exudate. like exudate, I gotta get that's out of here. One. Yeah,
1: that's funny. <laughs> no, it's tech. Technically, I like to coin it or say it's like the little food packets that plants get de- give down to the microbes. Okay. So in photosynthesis, actually seventy percent or more of the food made by the plant is given to the microbes in a trade off, so that the microbes give other minerals and nutrients back to the plant.
0: Cool. Yeah. I like that i feel like i'm gonna be a, a biologist in no time but if we keep you know keep coming back we can keep chatting and i'm gonna be a random uh randomly really smart whenever it comes to so, soil biology so another
1: place i've got to learn a lot of great information is through another organization in, in houston called oba uh or- organic horticultural benefits alliance ohba and it's it's put together by like the owner of Microlife, the owner of Nature's Way Resource, the owner of Arbitrue is a part of it. A couple doctors in the field of soil and, and horticultural and horticulture. like There's a really great team that put that thing together and have kept it going. And they bring in doctors from all over the United States with PhDs yeah. to break down this amazing stuff. They usually talk about food, but I always get little tidbits on how I can apply it to the, what I do. Uh, because they talk about soil and microbes and how it in, interacts with our bodies and our probiotics and our gut and 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 our enzymes and all this cool stuff. Like, yes.
0: Oh, I wish I could break it down. Did MicroLife start in Houston? Is that yes, a Houston-based company? Yes. You know there's something really cool about supporting first of all like a local a local company like from from the area. But then I was talking to um it wasn't dr Choppa, it was jennifer withy who's who's at the same office as him and she was sharing like whenever you are like fertilizing or you're caring for your food and other stuff but like even like eating like honey that's local like stuff that is that is local is like better for you if it's in a way just because it's like the the, the soil biology is like from our area and just some interesting things i had never thought of before so
1: on that note though the the products that are put into microlife don't come from this area yeah they're not all local no they come from a couple different areas uh in the united states but the like the humates plus was specifically designed for houston soils
0: okay yeah that's that's really cool that's really cool so if you know you can get microlife from you 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 spread microlife you use their products right Correct. We're, so, I don't
1: mess with the small stuff that's kind of another thing I'm doing this year. Yes. I tried that last year, moving away from that so I can provide better results to for our applications. Um, so yes, we do use MicroLife in in a lot of our in all of our topsoil applications. Right? Uh, but you can go to Grappon Gardens. They even have it at the Feed Store in lake City, Friendswood Hardware. You can look up some of the bottled products on Amazon. Look up for the seller of Friendswood Mercantile. That's a gentleman who works with me to put these out there uh, on Amazon. If you don't feel like driving, you can have that stuff delivered to you.
0: That's cool. I still need to make it out to Grippon Gardens. I had Justin on and. I have not had his fo- I'm, I haven't had his dad on, but I've talked to him and seen him at a bunch of events before, mm-hmm. and um, it seems like the way they describe it, it's like a sanctuary of just like awesomeness.
1: It's a beautiful little spot. Yes. It really is. And the cool thing is, is their water. How they water everything is like off the grid mm-hmm. because they use their own pond to water all their plants. Uh, Justin's very particular about who he sources his plants from, which I appreciate big time and everything that they get is grown either in Texas or Louisiana already in like our temperature zones. Mm -hmm. So
0: I remember we talked about that. Not maybe not last time, but the time before, like mm -hmm. certain things that grow really well here.
1: Right. And, And there's a lot, a whole lot. But, uh, yeah, he. He he works hard to make sure that his, his plants are more true to the source.
0: Yeah. So shout out to Justin Grapon. Yeah. Go check him out. Get some micro life, maybe some plants, take some notes. Yeah, Grippon.
1: It is a beautiful little place. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Hey, thank you for hanging out today, AJ. You're awesome.
1: Well, Guardy man. Thank you for having me. Of I course. really appreciate it.
0: All right. This is KHEA Radio, ninety nine point five FM. Mm. See you guys. Y'all be blessed. Have a good day.
1: Peace.